재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Or to give it its proper name, Chunju. <laughs> Chunju, known for so many things. Yes. For their Hanok village, for their Pibimpap. I mean, it's a city located in the North Chala province uh, for the area, uh, mounting of 206 kilometers squared with a population of 650,000 people. The major industry uh, there, they say, is traditional tourism. You'll be surprised to see how many uh, foreigners, including the locals around Korea, head on down there to have maybe an Ilbak Ir, one night, two day stay. Sure. But especially in this time of Chuseok, it does get quite busy. Uh, one of my friends is actually from Jeonju and she never can go down uh, when her family wants her to in this season because it's just way too crowded. The tickets are always booked, always so much uh, more expensive than others. But um, uh, we know that Chola province has a uh, Two separate provinces. We got the North and the South Chola provinces put together that form Cholado, uh, or also known as Honam. And it's regarded as uh, an important region for, for centuries uh, due to its exceptional produce, arguably. Now, people say that uh, Cholado has the best food. Other people say that Gyeongsangdo has the best food. I think there are lots of arguments. It depends yeah. on your taste, but certainly there are a lot of foodies who will say, you know, that Cheonju is those fresh and quality ingredients and, uh, and it led to Cheonju, you know, leading the way, certainly in terms of bibimbap. Mm-hmm. You know, Cheonju is famous for that, that very traditional Korean food. Right. And uh, uh, certainly it's widely praised for its diversity and taste, uh, but it's, it's all down to a matter of, of opinion, I think. Sure. And the, the sort of rivalry, I like it. You know, it, it creates a totally different taste. Some people say with Kung You know, yeah. You can put sugar in it to get that sweet kongguksu. Other people say no, you have to put salt in it for it, like a savory kongguksu. But nonetheless, I mean, if we're taking a look at the history for Jeonju as well, um, the importance of the province continued until the Joseon Dynasty period because the founder of Joseon, Lee Sung-ge, was uh, from this Jeonju region. We can see traces of him and his family. So you can definitely see a, a sense of pride once you head on down there. Um, lots of uh, national pride as well. Oh, sure. And we'll look at a couple of uh Uh, well, hot spots, interesting places to visit. We'll start off with the Chunju Chandong Cathedral. Uh, well, it's a, it's a Catholic cathedral built in honor of uh, Roman Catholic martyrs of the Chosun Dynasty. A French priest uh, called Baudinet first purchased the land in Chunju in 1891, and this was where these martyrs had lost their lives. The building was designed by priest Poinel, who also designed the famous Myeongdong Cathedral in Seoul. So they do share oh, some wow. similarities. I visited it. It is a beautiful red, really? brick, red brick cathedral. Mm-hmm. Well worth a look. Uh, Construction actually uh, began almost two decades later in 1908. It was completed in 1914 when Korea was under Japanese rule. And in fact, some of the bricks used to build this Catholic church were made from the debris of the Chunju Upsung Fortress, which was torn down by Japan. It was also said that the cornerstone of the church came from a wall of the Chunju Upsung Fortress. Uh, now, the cathedral. The Chandong Cathedral was originally built in front of Pungnammun, which is one of the gates of Chunju Upsung Fortress, uh, as it was the spot where the martyrs were executed. Uh, but it was later moved to its current location so it could be expanded. And it is highly valued uh, when looking at Korean history. It's one of the first Romanesque buildings mm. in the Honam region. And it's considered one of the most beautiful Catholic churches in Korea, thanks to its unique combination of Byzantine and Romanesque architectural styles. So if you're going to the Chunju Hanok village, it's just next door.
you can't miss it. <laughs> you sort of, it's, it's usually the first thing you'll see if you get out the taxi uh, before you head to the Hanox. Take a look at this beautiful cathedral. It's like a one plus one deal situation Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of more beautiful architecture, you can head on over to the uh, Tonghak Revolution Memorial Hall. Now, this opened in celebration of the 100th anniversary of the Tonghak Peasant Revolution, which took place back in 1894. So basically, the story goes, that this revolution started with a ride in the region called the Kobu County, which has been integrated into Puan County and Cheongham County. But uh, anyways, in 1892, a man called Cho Pyeongkap, he was appointed as a new county governor. And he forced these poor civilians, these peasants of the Kobu County to build a reservoir, promising the rights to use the water called, uh, collected in irrigation. However, when the reservoir was completed, he started to collect unfair amounts of water taxes. I mean, these these people who had already been suffering from his tyranny started to riot because who are they to have this much amount of money to pay unfair wages? So they started to riot, and Cho Byung-gap was soon dismissed. But it didn't stop there. The government started to dispatch military forces, uh, but these angry peasants then proceeded to defeat them, pursuing equality and the elimination of corruption. So the frightened government asked the Qing dynasty in China for help, and it sent on soldiers to the Korean peninsula to gain more influence over the Joseon dynasty. Uh, yes, well, it was actually an opportunity for Japan as well, because uh, Japan and the, the Qing dynasty had promised in a convention in 1885 that if one of the countries dispatched troops to Joseon, then the other automatically would gain the right to send soldiers as well. And so, well, the Donghak Revolution came to an end a few months later due to the strong Japanese forces. And what came after the revolution on the Korean Peninsula was the first Sino-Japanese War. And as the Qing dynasty was defeated, Japan came to wield a great deal of influence over Chosun, which partially contributed to the beginning of the Japanese mm. colonial era. So this revolution is highly praised as the biggest peasant revolution in the pursuit of equality and the opposition of feudalism. And so if you want to learn the history of Chunju, in addition to uh, visiting a few tourist attractions, then you really should not miss the Donghak Revolution Memorial Hall. Yeah, absolutely. But then again, we did talk about how, especially in this time, there will be a flock of people sure. heading over to the popular spots. So if you do want a quieter place to go instead of these jam-packed attractions, maybe you can head on over to the Chunju Keksa. Now, Keksa actually means inn or hotel or guest house in English. So Chunju Keksa basically means the hotel in Chunju. So it's not sure when this Chunju Geksa was first built, but according to records mentioning that it was mm, perhaps remodeled in 1471. Wow. Historians guess that it was constructed at least before that year as well. So you can imagine, what, 500 years plus? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A beautiful thing. It was used to accommodate foreign envoys. And there were many of these keksa across the Korean peninsula. Unfortunately, most of the most well-preserved ones are actually in North Korea. However, there are a few left here in the South. Um, but the most well-known one is actually the Chunju keksa. It was registered as National Treasure Number 583. Well worth a visit. At the end of part three, we'll leave you with the young rascals. A place in the sun.